welcome to the Horror Review, where we rate, analyze, and review our favorite horror movies, TV series, and subgenres. At the end of each episode, we'll also give a rating via our Scare-O-Meter. I'm Tasha. And I'm Julia. And on today's episode, we are finishing off our November theme with a really, really great episode of TV that I'm very excited about. Me too. So we are going to be doing the 10th episode of the third season. Of the renewal. Of the renewal of the sci-fi amazing television series Doctor Who. So this episode is called Blink and it first was aired on June 9th of 2007. And we should mention that the doctor is, is in fact David, David Tennant. Tennant. Which and <laughs> yeah, this is the only doctor I know because this is literally the only episode that I had previously seen and have now still only ever seen. Which will be remedied very <laughs> but soon. I'm, yeah, after I watched this episode, I was like, oh shoot, I think I need to start watching Doctor uh-huh. Who. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely my favorite doctor. Mm-hmm. Um but that's yes. what everyone says. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And, and then this episode also stars the amazing Carrie Mulligan, who, for a Doctor Who episode, this is a very Doctor Who light episode. And she, yes. she is the she is the star. It's another great standalone episode. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you like don't said, understand had, any of Doctor Who, this is a really And I followed really it fine. Like, I'm a little confused in the beginning, but all the pieces start to unfold, and it, like, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's like watching any kind of movie that starts in the middle and goes exactly. back and forth. And then you're like, ah, yes, okay, I get it <laughs> Um, so yeah, a great standalone one because this is literally the only Doctor Who episode I've ever watched and, but now I need to watch more. Yes, so you do. <laughs> hold on because you'll probably want to watch it as well if you haven't already. Yep. Tash is going to take us away with a little plot synopsis. All right. We'll just jump right in and assume you kind of vaguely understand the premise of Doctor Who. Yeah. He time travels. <laughs> yeah. He's a ta- time yep. travel, sorry, time travel. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dime traveling. Sure, that works. (laughs) He is a time lord called the Doctor. Mm. And he time travels in a blue police box. Yes. With a companion that changes every once in a while. And then the Doctor also changes. Because he regenerates. It's a whole thing. Anyways, that's... (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. So, in 2007, Sally Sparrow, intrigued by a message written to her under peeling wallpaper about the quote-unquote weeping angels, explores the abandoned house Wester Drumlins a second time with her friend Kathy Nightingale. Mm-hmm. Okay, this sentence that started sounds weird. really weird. Basically, she does, yeah. She- so, okay, Kat- basically Sally Sparrow wanders into this... She's taking pictures of an old house. Old house. Yeah. And she starts peeling the wallpaper back... Mm-hmm. And literally sees duck. Yeah. And like, like beware the weeping be, angels. Beware the weeping angels. You should really duck yeah, again. Like it says her name as well. And then it says Sally Sparrow. Yeah. No, seriously. Duck, duck. And now. Then she, and then yeah. something like gets thrown at her. Mm-hmm. And she looks back she and ducks. there's just this statue of an angel with its hands in front of its face. So she leaves, but is obviously intrigued by this. So she comes back with her friend, Kathy Nightingale. Kathy is in the house mm-hmm. while she's gone to answer the, the door, door. Yep. because the door rang. And she basically just disappears. But she's sent back in time to 1920 by one of the angel statues that oddly moves. Yeah, and you see it with its eyes, like its face is sometimes not covered and it's got this really creepy expression on it and then sometimes it's like that again. You never see it actually moving. Mm -mm. What you see Mm -mm. is when you turn away and you turn back and it has moved and changed position. Anyways. Yes. (laughs) 
So at that moment, Kathy's grandson, Malcolm, who is Mm -hmm. standing at the door, delivers a message from 1987 about the long life that Kathy led. Yeah. Before leaving, Sally takes a Yale key hanging from the hand of the Mm -hmm. statue. One of the statues, I should say. Yeah, there's four, five, four. Four statues, Yeah. yeah. And in the letter that Kathy left her, she basically says, I don't have any family left there, but go tell my brother that I love him. Yeah. And she tells her about, like, her life in the 20s and yeah. her husband that she met and, like, there's pictures of her kids. and Yeah, yeah. it's all very sweet. But names literally her, two seconds ago, daughters, Sally, she's disappeared. She was, yeah. yeah. Very strange. So, Sathy. Sathy? <laughs> <laughs> Just Kathy and Sally. All, Sathy. <laughs> this is going well. Sally visits Kathy's brother Larry at work to tell him that Kathy loves him. Larry explains that he has been documenting an Easter egg in seven different DVDs containing a video message. Sorry, 17 Mm -hmm. different DVDs containing a a video message of a man that keeps leaving like half a conversation on each DVD. But Mm -hmm. the odd thing is that when she had gone back from her original visit to the house she saw him on the tv again and it's the doctor yeah so basically larry gives sally a list of the dvds Mm -hmm. and then four statues follow sally to the police station oh yeah you can see them in the background in the window yeah they're like slowly kind of creepily the shadow and yeah yeah and Um, she sees them and like looks back at the police officer and looks back again and they're gone yes yeah And she, yeah, she meets this police officer that shows her where the statues are. And then they take an impounded fake police box, which we see is the TARDIS, Mm -hmm. just sitting there. And D.I. Billy Shipton? Yeah. Detective? Detective, thank you. I was like, why is it? Okay, Detective Inspector. That's what that is. Basically, he's starting to hit on Sally. Yeah, at that really point, is like gets like, her, number. her number. Yeah, yeah, and as soon as she goes to leave, the statues literally send him back to 1969. Yes. <laughs> so then she gets another person that has to send her a message. But the man in the Easter egg, uh, the time traveler called the Doctor, has also been sent to the past and is in 1969 and asks Billy to relay a message decades later. Yeah, he has to wait so long. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> Billy puts the Easter egg on the DVDs because he ends up making them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in 2007, a ve- very much older Billy phones Sally to visit him on his deathbed in the hospital. Because he has her number. Yes. He's kept all this time. When uh-huh. he got sent back to 1969, he kept her number so that he could call her in 2007. Yeah. But he was in 2007, literally a second ago. This is depending on a lot of people to be able to do these things. Yes. It's kind of crazy. But anyways, before he dies, Billy instructs Sally to look at the list. Mm -hmm. The list that Sally was given for the DVD collection. Sally and Larry return to the house and play the Easter egg on a portable DVD player. Yeah. Sorry. The list, she figures out that they're all... She only owns 17 DVDs, and the Easter egg is left literally on the only 17 DVDs that she, that she owns. owns. Yes. Yeah. Which is str- Anyways. Um, <laughs> Sally discovers that she can converse with the doctor in 1969 as he possesses a copy of the complete transcript that Larry is currently taking as she's watching the video. Yeah. It's, it's very... <laughs> this, yeah. like, episode... Just, it I takes like a little time. I feel like trying to describe it is, like, more of a mind twist than I know. watching it. So I hope 
that you There's understand what's happening, but it will come together soon. Yeah. The doctor explains that aliens called weeping angels turn to stone statues when any living creature observes them. He fears they are seeking the vast reserves of time energy in the police box. A weeping angel pursues Sally and Larry to the basement where the TARDIS is. Mm -hmm. Well, we should also say, too, that the when the weeping angels send someone back in time, they feed off the energy that they've of what left. their life would have been. Yes. So if they have control of the TARDIS, they would be able to go through space and time and just like wreak havoc which is why they're trying to get into yes. the TARDIS yeah. yes um sorry I had to look that up no, myself because I was like what is uh, uh? I, was, I vaguely I understood that when yeah, they were yeah. saying it but yeah when like, they yeah, send okay, someone back sense. it's like that's how they continue to survive mm -hmm. Sally and Larry use the Yale key to hide inside the TARDIS Larry inserts a now glowing DVD. You're also missing like the crazy scene of like him in the house. Oh, right. Oh, go back. Go back. Sorry. Because <laughs> that's like. We're going back in time We're going now. back in time. Yeah, we're, now we're doing what the doctor does. Yes. Going back in time. Right after they watch the video. Yeah. And they go in Larry made the, the transcript. House. He explains about the statues and how you have to keep looking at them. Yes. Otherwise, like, they will move. Literally, if you blink, they could get, yes. they could get you. So. Yeah. Um, Sally leaves Larry in the room and says, you cannot blink. Look yeah, at this statue. there's one literally like right, right in, front in front of yeah. their face. And yeah. so she has to go check the rest of the house to make sure that the other statues aren't around. Yeah. Um, and he's like sweating bullets and like trying not to blink. And I he's tried, like, I can't do it. I tried to not so blink the I. whole time that he... Did not happen. No, I blinked like 10 times. <laughs> I would have like, been sent back into God knows yeah. what era. Yeah. Yeah. Not a chance. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. Anyway, she finally comes back and then it comes closer and yeah. closer and it has like fangs and is all creepy yeah. and weird. Oh, it's creepy. It's really quite creepy. It is quite creepy. Anyway, so, Anyways, so that whole scene that, happens. Yes. That whole scene happens and then they go running towards the TARDIS. Basement. They go is into it? the basement. That's where the TARDIS is. That's where the TARDIS is? It's in the house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So once they have gotten into the TARDIS, um, Larry inserts a now glowing DVD, which also functions as a control disc, apparently, into the console's DVD player in the TARDIS. The ship returns to the dock. Well, it starts making the weird noise. And going, like, noise. invisible. Yeah, going invisible. And the ship returns to the doctor while leaving Sarah, Sally and Larry behind. And they were, like, so scared because they can see the angels disappearing like, and waiting them coming outside in. of it and they're like oh shit they're leaving us here yeah. like how dare the doctor yeah the weeping angels stand around the tardis and end up being tricked into looking at each other <gasps> as the tardis disappears and then me. are permanently frozen yeah and then a year passes because, like a year later yeah, yeah. Sal Sally and Larry are now running the DVD shop. Is that Sparrow, Nightingale. Sparrow, Sparrow and Nightingale, which yeah. is cute. Other uh, last names. Mm -hmm. And um, Sally is has like saved all of this information. Yeah. She's and also like unable to let it go. Yeah, Larry like, Larry's clearly kind of moved on. He like clearly has a crush on exactly. Her. Yeah. And he's like, you haven't really moved on from this. And she's like, no, it's important. Like we need to keep this stuff. We need to whatever. Um. Anyway, so she's, Sally's been keeping all this stuff in a folder, and then finally she looks outside and sees the doctor and his companion just, like, running past. So she catches up to the doctor, and it looks like this is before mm -hmm. they get stuck in 1969, is, yeah. because she tries to talk to him, and he's like, 
I don't know. He's, She's like, we've met. But she realizes in that moment that yeah. this is the time where she gives him everything, Which including like the transcripts how it all, and yeah. how it all turns out. And she's like, you don't know me, but but we do we're meeting now but we'll meet again and he's like yeah my life kind of works that way like it's yeah. all kind of confused <laughs> and then it's the funny. companion's like come on doctor we yeah, gotta go like, we have to go deal with a deal lizard with, and yeah. something else i have no idea they have crossbows it's a very strange <laughs> thing but then she's like here this is all the information that you're gonna need and he gives it and he kind of looks at it and he, he kind of gives her this like mm-hmm. smile and he's like okay well nice to meet you sally mm-hmm. and then larry comes and then finally you can see she's relieved because she grabs larry's hand yeah. in like a really nice gesture and yeah. both of them say goodbye and leave and that is the end of of blink blink yeah it's a great episode. Yeah. It's hard to explain. It is very is hard to explain. It's and like, easier to watch. <laughs> it is. And they do such a great job of like the angels. Like they're always creeping around like throughout the entire episode. Yes. Like you feel like quite unsafe and unsettled the entire time. Because all you really see is shadows. Yeah. And you and can like you, don't... The, you like hear them moving around. Yeah. But you don't like you never see them. Yes. And they're just there. They're either covering their eyes or they're like. <gasps> <laughs> yeah coming at you <laughs> yeah. and it's like they're constantly changing i feel like it's a lot cre- it's like all the doll movies we talked about it's a lot creepier when you don't actively see them move but you turn away and they're in just in a different position yeah it's a lot creepier that way mm-hmm. and it's cool because the episode starts out and you don't know what's happening mm-hmm. like it's no just but you weird... know that you know that they're moving like at yes. first it's tiny subtle movements totally like it's like oh it's sally, a teeny bit closer sally's like i'm pretty sure that statue was like further away last yeah. night and kathy was like no that's insane it's a stone statue like it has yeah. not moved but then literally people start disappearing yes. from and her then life. like you see as sally's like peering or, or not sally as kathy's peering around the corner like that angel is just like slowly closer and like the arm is outstretched and then suddenly kathy's just gone yep back to 1920 yep yep and I, I, I should look up the quote, but I think that's one of the most quotable uh, David Tennant Doctor Who, the wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Wibbly wobbly timey yeah, wimey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> if any Doctor Who fans, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, but that's how he explains. Oh, does that is that a thing he says all the time? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I just yes. thought it was great. I think it might be the first uh, okay. instance of it. But yeah. But David Tennant is there for four seasons, I mm-hmm. believe. As, is that all as he's Doctor there Who? for? It feels like longer, doesn't it? I haven't watched the show, but it feels like when I think about Doctor Who, I think about David Tennant. Yes. Like that's, and then I think about Matt Smith and I want to punch someone. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> I, I refuse to watch Matt Smith. I'm sorry out there if you are Matt Smith, Matt Smith fans. Um, but to be fair, like following David Tennant oh, is be, a hard, it would be hard. hard I mean, thing. I've only seen this one episode and like tiny snippets of other things, but he just... He, I feel like he portrays that character so well. Like you just, he feels like warm, but kind of kooky yeah. and just like safe, but also just like chaotic He's at ridiculous. the same time. He's like it absolutely just, ridiculous, yeah. but his, his face just has so many, so much, so many micro expressions. Yes. Like his face just moves oh my God. so much. Yeah, yeah. He has so much like muscle. Yeah. I don't know. Muscle control in his yeah. face that it's kind of crazy. I have to say shout out, though, to the doctor before him that started the new series. Christopher yeah. Eccleston is great. How he many, really is cool. How many years between when, like, it ended initially and when it got... That's a good question. Mm. <laughs> Might have to we're look gonna that our, one We're going to get our handy-dandy fact checker, Ashley, I have to say, I did not watch any of the any original of the old, okay. old I know my dad used to watch it. He's I British think... and, like, oh, nice. you know, it's, yeah. It's a Brit thing, I think. 
those old those I, old old ones I yeah i feel like people have like like older generations have seen doctor who like my mom even said when i told her yeah. i was doing she's like oh i remember him yeah, like, like i still watch Cor- my, he still watches coronation street sometimes too so my dad is just like an old british well dude. and we used to watch faulty tower <laughs> like i grew yeah, up watching faulty towers. towers yeah so good 26 years 26 years Damn. in between okay that's a big that is a huge chunk yeah that is a huge chunk yeah crazy that is crazy so there's not as many seasons as i thought there were no, they're definitely yeah. not. It's well, not like it's been going this entire time, but there's still a lot. British television series yeah. size. Like, it's not like North America. Like, the more of the mini series. Yeah, there's series. not like 24 episodes per season. Exactly. Yeah. And they're longer episodes usually. Yeah, there's usually between like 10 and 12, okay. I want to say, like per season. But yeah, you should definitely. I'm going to. Like, I Yay. we just even just watching this episode, it really. 40 seasons total. Whoa. <gasps> Right, because it's still going. Yeah, they, they've changed a few doctors There's since. Quite a few doctors. Yes. Um, okay. Anyways, back to this episode. Yes, sorry. Um, we tangented a little. Yes. Bit. So many sidebars. So um, many. But Carrie Mulligan apparently she was offered, like, because she would did such a great job. I had I did some research afterwards, okay. but she did such a great job in this episode, and this is such a memorable Doctor Who episode um, that they actually offered her to come back as like a regular character like a and as like a potential companion. Oh. But she said no. But, I mean, because she wasn't really that well known prior to this episode. This episode, if you really track her back to, like, where her career really took off, it's because of this Doctor Who episode that, like, kind of launched her into stardom. Hmm. And I think maybe she was like, I don't want to be tied to just this one show. Fair enough, yeah. Um, She's clearly, like, so talented in this episode. The acting's great. Like, I just, you you fall in love with her character, like, right away. Yeah. Even at the start of the episode when you have no idea what's going on, you're like, why is this girl in this house? Why is David Tennant on a TV in the background in her apartment? Like, what is happening? But she's just very lovable and very, like, hard-headed and determined. And I just, yeah, really liked her character. Yeah, I did. She really carried the yeah. whole episode. Yeah, she did. And, like, normally if there was an episode like that, you're like, where is Doctor, where is Doctor Who? Who? What is happening? Yeah. But you're, it, like, invested in the story. Yes. Yeah. Right away. Like, it was really well done. And it would have been cool to see Sally Sparrow come back. Yeah. In other Doctor Who episodes, like, as a as a companion. But, yeah. Anyways, yeah. it's a great, great place for her to launch her career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. <laughs> yeah. I know. And she did a great job. So. Yeah. And also, Blink was directed by Hetty McDonald, making her the first female doc- uh, director of a Doctor Who oh, I didn't episode know that. since The Sixth Doctor apparently from so, like the originals yeah, yeah. Oh, wow so first female director in a very very long time damn yeah that is which is kind of cool, cool. That which is, is maybe cool. why the focus is on like a really strong female character hmm. yeah i like it i like it. yeah that's cool yeah there's just so much to get into a doctor who because it's such a huge thing on its own mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm not qualified to speak on it at this time. Well, but... and I'm I'm barely qualified. <laughs> like, really, I've only watched two doctors because I refused to watch Matt Smith, and then I didn't go past that. <laughs> um, apparently, this episode had like an incredibly high like viewing rating. Just in overnight ratings of like the first night that this episode aired, had 6.1 million viewers Holy watch shit. this episode. I believe it. That's crazy. It's a great standalone. Yeah. It's almost like a little mini horror mystery in itself. Like it is. In, right? Oh, like, and there's those, those weeping angels. They did such a good job with I them. Know. The only 
kind of hokey effect was when the angels are like rocking <laughs> the yes. um what's it the called? TARDIS. The TARDIS. Yeah, yeah. That was honestly the rest of it was really well done. That was the only kind of hokey moment for me. That's fair. Yeah. And it I, is. It's very like uh we're like posing the angels doing that. It was yeah. I mean, Doctor Who in general is very like BBC television. Like yeah. it's pretty I mean the inside of the TARDIS was also quite like hokey and oh, funny it's and great, just though. colorful and yeah, just very strange. It's ridiculous. It's like yeah. like these weird yeah. like liquids <laughs> bubbling exactly. for some reason and that makes the TARDIS flow and you're like, What? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so that, for me, that was, like, the only kind of hokey part. But everything else was really well done yeah. in it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And, yeah, coming from someone who's only ever watched this one, you can definitely watch it. And you're a little lost at the start, but you find your way back. and you, it, you, it gets it, there. It, it explains itself quite yeah. well. Yeah. I only had to Google, like, two or three things. <laughs> <laughs> it is fair. a very large, like, world. And sci-fi in particular is... It is. Like, sci-fi... Yeah. It's just a hard thing to be kind of tossed into a lot of sci-fi it's a bit shows daunting, there's yeah. a lot there's just a, a lot the universe is large of thought and yeah. like you know kind of faux science that goes into it you really need to understand like these faux worlds science. Uh, yeah yes. that's a good word for it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like understanding the worlds that they're coming from can be kind of daunting but this is like an okay way to just boop pop into the doctor yeah. who world and not feel too overwhelmed mm-hmm. cool all right, should yeah. we scarometer? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it like a 3.5. I would say a 3. Because like the angels are, they, they're creepy. They're a little creepy. They are creepy. Actually, nah, I might even raise it up to a 4. I'm raising it to a 4. Okay. Because even when I was watching it, I was like, ah, oh my God, like Sally, careful, there's angels. And like, oh, just the way they creep around. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. They're well done. They're very well done. I like the angels yeah. a lot. And when the, the detectives in like the garage with the TARDIS too, I was like, oh my God, like watch out, there's angels. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how you don't know who's going to get taken and when and what. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. these people have just lost their lives now. Or yeah. le- at least the lives that they, that they thought they were going to lead. Yeah, so totally. That's a little tragic. but Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just that blink scene too, where he's like trying so oh, hard not to blink. That one was really stressful Like to I would have had to keep my eyes yeah like that like i would have had to lift like lifted my eyelids up to keep them open i would not be able to do it that long by myself no i was trying to while yeah we were I was, watching, I was to... like uh, 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 no i mean you could blink one eye at a time yeah right? but i feel like the other one goes when you try to blink it doesn't. one i'm doing it right now okay well for maybe for you <laughs> <laughs> okay so if I've tash had... is in this situation she's screwed i am absolutely i can for. blink one eye at a time although i didn't think of this until just now so i can blink and then when I try to do this one, that one tends to I go I mean, it with moves it a sometimes. little bit, but it's still open. I'm, still? I'm still looking. Okay. This is hilarious. <laughs> We're just <laughs> blinking at each other now. <laughs> but yeah, like the character there, he was like, I'm too scared to blink. Like that's what, I think that's kind of the line and the rationale that they threw in there to right. make it sem- somewhat like, believable. I'm too scared to not blink right yeah. now. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like blinking extra hard and just exactly. be like, Whoop, there I am in, you know, 1918 <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I would not survive in 1918. Mm-mm. I mean, you just would have to adapt. <laughs> or start the revolution. Oh. Yeah, right? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yes. Anyways, okay, so we did Scarometer, and now we will do... Jack Lanterns. Jack Lanterns. 4.5. 4.5. Very, very enjoyable. 4.5. Very, 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 I agree. very enjoyable. Yeah. This has now made me really want to watch all of Doctor Who, so... I think it did a good job of, of hooking me. Perfect. Mm-hmm. 
I was already rewatching it because okay. we had this episode coming up and I was like, oh, this is a good it's a like, perfect opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. But then I didn't get far enough quickly enough. So I ended up having to skip ahead. Mm-hmm. But that's OK because it's a it's a one off. Yeah. It's a great one off. So. I now am wanting to rewatch all of the shows that we just touched on. I'm currently rewatching Buffy. Same. Because um, <laughs> I kind of. Yeah. yeah. This time and of year is always now a good time. I need to rewatch all of these. But I have no time because I'm in school. So yeah, that's soon. fair. Soon. Also, don't have time to rewatch four television series. Yeah, at the that's same a time. lot of TV. Um, yeah, but Buffy is more like I can put it on in the background while yeah, I I've seen do it so other many things. Times. Yeah, cause... this one I wouldn't want to put on the background because no. there's a lot going on. And I've never seen it before. Exactly. It's yeah. not one of those comfort shows yet, but maybe it will be one day. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. All right. All well, right. that rounds off that's our month. November. Yeah, of TV's gone. Oh my god, it's the end. And it's what um <laughs> where did october and then november go and now suddenly it's december, december. Yeah. well we have a really fun um, i'm so excited i'm for very excited game. for this theme it's for weird. december it's weird it does and deviate fun. slightly from horror a little bit but, but it's it still in aspects. the realm it's in the realm yeah but i think yeah. it's a fun december kind of slightly lighter yeah exactly but still in in the good creep zone exactly <laughs> Yeah, so if you enjoyed listening to us and would like to hear more, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you consume your podcast from. Mm-hmm. If there's a particular theme, TV series, movie, or book that you would like us to talk about, let us know. We would love to hear your feedback. And you can follow us on Instagram at The Horror Review. We also have a Facebook page. And yeah, we're there. <laughs> Tash does a lot of posting of things. Yes. Yeah, it's mostly Tash. I very rarely post. Me? post too sometimes. I sometimes we all all, we, all of us yeah. contribute at some yeah, point at it's some point it's mostly tash <laughs> and yeah that was november yeah we'll see you next time mm-hmm. we'll see you next month don't blink, don't blink.